Hello, my food moon friends. Welcome, Chandra Zas, then Odyssey. I definitely am feeling a little low today. If you probably can read my energy, I'm not feeling my normal bubbly, sparkly self. And that, that is it. I, I think one of the most important pieces of being human is allowing for these down moments allowing for these feelings that are not always bubbly and great and happy and allowing for the moments in life where there's lulls and downs and bad news and and such my family has been having a pretty logistically hard time and it's been a while so we're we're feeling it we're feeling we're feeling the logistical hardness of yeah i mean we we have full belief that we will figure it out and uh yeah, we're in the process of figuring out some logistical hardships for our family. So I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. We went climbing today, this morning, and uh, I normally climbing like really helps me shake off like stuff. And today I'm feeling a little sick also. So it's probably con contributing. Um, but I didn't quite shake it off like climbing normally shakes it off for me. So I'm still I'm still in this state, still feeling a little low. Uh, I want to share with you guys today because I know that when this video comes out, it's going to be Thanksgiving. I'm recording this a few days before Thanksgiving and I want to talk about the topic of Thanksgiving. If you Welcome! Here is your hostess and coach, Chandra Zoss, helping people make food and mood changes doable without missing out. Go ahead, high five that like button, subscribe and share while you're there. I was at the Hot Springs yesterday with a new friend, a really rad person, and she works a lot in mental health and how talks about and has worked a lot in the ER and how the holidays are a high time of suicide. Sorry, I hope <laughs> full disclosure. Uh, probably in the title it will say something about this, so it won't be such a big surprise. But yeah, the holidays are not always a time of joy and bliss and connection you know what we all kind of idealize the holidays around I, I know for me personally the holidays have been pretty regularly like a tough time of the year for me i am going through something with one, one of my dear family members right now and it's kind of reminding me of how my whole life i have always kind of felt not quite accepted and kind of always like trouble in my family and it makes the holidays hard for me. It makes the holidays feel, you know, I have to kind of work myself up and prepare myself and guard myself and... Hello my friend, how are you? I'm in the Dead Sea floating in the water. Go ahead and like and share and follow so we can keep in touch. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, one of the biggest things I think my family has struggled with is my food stuff. Uh, and I know that they would all agree with this. Um, but that me having, you know, I had started having allergies when I was like a really small kid. And so my mom was making me gluten-free special birthday cakes from basically the beginning. And then in my teens, I started like really trying to figure out my food and trying to feel, feel better. And I wasn't compromising on like a lot of the family holiday food. And it, I be kind of became this like kind of troubled, troubled person. I was, I mean, it was hard for me and it was hard for them. And so, yeah, the holidays, uh, I think for a lot of people, there's this certain expectation of it being a certain way. And when it doesn't go that way, it can feel pretty hard. It can feel, you know, it can lead to some pretty, like, pretty 
suicidal tendencies to take it to the very extreme. You know, you have the holiday blues, you have the sugar blues, and you have, you know, people, there's many of us that are really struggling right now and throw the holidays with the expectations of, you know, being with loved ones and all of this joy and bliss. And when it doesn't come, it's it can be quite hard. And so I want to offer partly from my own work that I am currently doing and also like for, you know, past work that I've done and, and work that I see with clients is like trying to lower the expectations, you know, trying to simplify and be realistic of what it is that we expect. For one, for me, one thing right now that's really easy to focus on is like, I really want to give my little one time with my family and I want to give her the great experience of being with, you know, all of the family stuff. And so that for me is like a place that I can focus on of like, this is like something that I'm really looking forward to in the holidays. My little one gets to be with, you know, all her aunts and uncles and grandparents and all these kind of things. And so for me, that connects me to enjoying the holiday. And so what I want to kind of share with you here is like, there is a brain trick of creating a better holiday or a more blissful or a more contented holiday for all of us. And it has to do with how our brain works. Our brains by default, they're going to focus on the negatives. And I think sometimes, and it's different than expecting the positive. <laughs> so there's like a, there's a trick here. So it's one of like noticing the expectations, noticing at questioning, are the expectations serving me? Or am I setting myself for disappointment? Lowering the expectations on purpose, like being realistic with the expectations. And then the other piece is like knowing that our brain automatically goes towards a default of like, there's something wrong. Somebody doesn't like me. I'm not accepted in my family. Like I don't have any friends, like goes to kind of like worst case negative scenarios. And one of the really useful brain tricks is to focus on the positive, focus on what we do have, creating a feeling of sufficiency of I have enough which is monumental to our nervous systems, to our mental health. Now, you know, ideally Thanksgiving is a holiday of gratitude and feeling thankful for everything that we have. And I really like to come back to this piece of the holiday of like, what does it mean to focus our brain on what we're thankful for and what we do have? I have a roof over my head. I have a meal. I have the family members that I do have. I have, time to spend with my family. You know, there may be things I don't have. Maybe I don't have the family that I want, or maybe I don't have as many friends as I want, or maybe I don't have as much money as I want, or maybe I don't have the most expensive turkey that I want. Like whatever the things we are that we don't have, it's easy for our brain to focus there and dwell there. And, and it takes work and focus and attention to focus on what we do have. And I really think about what one of my Zen teachers said, many years ago of that gratitude is a state of grace and like to practice and like gratitude comes from focusing on what we have being grateful it's not one of those emotions that just comes to us it just like hits us by you know it's something that we actually have to focus our brain on actually have to create mental focus towards i'm grateful for this i have this this is, you know, like focusing on the haves on the, and if, and if grateful is too far away, I work with my clients with like thought ladders and emotion ladders. So like just sufficient, I have enough, you know, like getting away from that. I don't have, you know, the, the parts that tip us over into depression and those pieces. 
So I wanted to offer you guys, like, if you're having some holiday blues, if the holidays are not a source of, you know, joy and contentment, and if you're feeling like the expectations are high, like, these are some really simple tools to show up present, which I think is one of the biggest gifts for everybody. Show up present with low expectations and open heart and with whatever is, you know, and maybe it's not even with your, with, with your family this year. Maybe you're with some friends. Maybe you're with your neighbor. Maybe you're with yourself. But like even being grateful for I have myself, like that's even a place to start if that's where you're at. So there's the mood part. I have one more piece of this episode that I want to offer around food. I've been getting a lot of questions about food and the holidays and I love all the questions. I've been getting a lot of questions about snacks and I want to do a I want to do create one on snacks, which reminds me if you have any podcast requests or episode requests, please put them in the comments. I would love to know what your requests are. I am going to do one on snacks and specifically for kids. And it's the holiday season and food is obviously a big part of the holidays. Now, so my personal approach, I don't necessarily recommend this for everyone. I like when I work with my clients on holiday food, I, we, we talk about what they're wanting out of the holiday. You know, do they want to plan for the exception and have a whole heyday? Do they want to, what do they want to do with the day after? How do they want to get back on track? Like, you know, I, I work with wherever people are at and what they're wanting from their relationship with food and holiday food. I personally have, I just, I love feeling good. So we're going to my mom's boyfriend's son's house. And it's like a first time that we've ever done this. And I offered to bring my party salad. I have a, if you go to my blog, maybe I'll put it in the links below here, The my party salad recipe. It's a really yummy um, tasting salad. It has like this dressing that pretty much everybody loves, even the salad haters love. And I'm gonna bring a giant salad and I'm probably gonna have a giant plate of my own salad because I just know that that vegetable fiber and that greens, like I just know I'm gonna feel better. I have had so many post Thanksgiving meal comas that I'm just not interested. Like I just, I really don't want it. Uh, I'll probably have a little bit of turkey. Maybe I'll have, maybe there's gonna be some green beans. I'll probably have like a little bit else, but I'm gonna fill up my plate with a big portion of the salad that I'm gonna bring. And then I'm gonna make a pumpkin pie because pumpkin pie is one of my favorite desserts. I just made my first one a month ago for my partner for his birthday and it was really yummy. I do a flour-free, processed sugar-free pumpkin pie and I took a few recipes and combined them. I think um, when I make the, the pumpkin pie this week, I'm gonna write down the recipe so I will share it with you. And if you're really wanting to know it, message me. But I basically use the crust with dates and pecans so it's flour-free. And then I use very minimal sweetener and I'll probably use honey is probably what I'll use. Maybe I'll use a little maple syrup. Maple syrup is also really nice, but I'll use a, still as a sweetener, but it doesn't have the processed sugar sweetener. So that's kind of like how I think about recipes. I've been really getting a lot of requests for more recipes in my blog. And I am wanting, I'm noticing that what I'm really wanting to share with you guys is how I think about recipes and how I think about food and how I substitute things out. So like for the pumpkin pie, I will take out the flour and take out the processed sugar and it's still incredibly tasty. And then I'll buy whole uh, unpasteurized heavy whipping cream for both the inside of the filling and for the topping. 
and I won't sweeten it like that's it's yeah I mean it takes one of the things I do in my food program is a food reset which is like recalibrating taste buds so if you're used to like really processed sugars like my recipe will not taste very sweet and might not, might not even taste like not not appealing to you but once my clients go through the process where they recalibrate their taste buds then you can find sweetness in the pumpkin you can find sweetness enough in the in the crust like there's enough sweetness there so there's like a little bit of a resensitivity of sweetness so yeah that's that's yeah you, just as a for, fair as a fair warning that you may not um, it may not be sweet enough for you so you can always add extra i guess that's also an option but i love it not sweet i love that I like to not feel that sugar high and I like how it like metabolizes my body and I, I also kind of like it a little bit more savory. I am actually really a sweet person, like sweets are definitely one of my things. So it's a big deal that I like actually don't want things very sweet. I mean, yeah, I used to really, really be into sugar. Um, it's nice to not be addicted to sugar anymore. Really, really nice. And so good for our health to not be eating sugar. I. Yeah, I, I really think about sugar as like the doorway for so many diseases. Like if sugar feeds all the cancers, all the bad bacteria, all the bad stuff in our microbiome, like it just, yeah, sugar is just one of the most important things for us to get out of our diet to, to give ourselves the chance to feel healthy. Okay, that was a little sugar rant. So I wish you a beautiful, content Thanksgiving. I hope that you... Do the mental work to lower your expectations and show up present and in the place of having and sufficiency and gratitude. And I support you in eating whatever it is that you wanna eat on Thanksgiving. The biggest thing I like to offer is like, make the decision ahead of time, decide what you wanna eat and then manage your brain and your urges around following through on that. So whatever it is, if it's like, I'm just gonna go all out, no bars, eating everything, enjoy. If you're like, hey, I actually wanna eat mostly vegetables and maybe one piece of pie, that's a really good decision ahead of time to make and then to follow through on. So I wish you all the best and see you next time.